What's up, man? I'm just about to give up on you, man. I'm about to start watching YouTube videos, waiting for you to show up. <laughs> well, I had a lot to do in the last 15 minutes as I got out of bed. Oh. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning, sunshine. The life of going to bed at 7 in the morning. Dude, I stayed up way past my bedtime last night. Oh, I bet you did. I, I, didn't go to, I didn't go to sleep till like close to one, maybe after one, which is like five hours normal later than normals. Yeah, and I was awake at like seven thirty. And I was pissed because I had to go, like oh, part of it was pissed because I knew I had to get up because I didn't want to sleep in, so I could be tired tonight to go to bed on time. <laughs> but then I had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I have to get up. Yes. I mean, I guess technically no. I do have like uh, waterproof um, mattress pad cover. Mm. My, my ass is so sweaty during the summer. <laughs> I could just pee and wash the sheets. <laughs> How classy! Yeah, you're a classy lad. You know, that's of all the things I've been accused of, that's not one of them. <laughs> oh. yeah. all right. So, since you just woke up, did you have a chance? Do you want to look over the list, see if you have any questions, real quick, so we know we're on the same page at least somewhat? Yeah, we're just setting it up, my. I was just setting up the intro real quick. Uh, okay, dude. Are you doing a special intro, or are you doing the same thing? I was going to do a special intro. Alright, you should give me a heads up, because sometimes I forget. Like, I don't know, and then I'm like, what's going on? I get confused easily. My uh, brain hurts. So you're doing a special intro? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. All right. Yeah, you didn't put Back for Blood on the list, but you did say to talk about it last week, so I put it on the tentative list from last week. Yeah, fair enough. No, good call. Good call. So. All right. Ready? Whenever you are. All right. I guess we'll do this in three, two, one, action. <laughs> yeah, we do it. I turned the volume up, but I guess I turned up the, uh, I turned on my, uh, ringer, because it wasn't playing. <laughs> oh, dear. Alright, at least this time it wasn't my fault. Yeah. It's all ruined now. Well. The secret is ruined. Alright. Three, two, one again. <laughs> Just says 
terrible as socks. The dirty joke terrorist group. I'm your host, Sean. Across the way is Danny. It's the We Are Adult Show. What's up, Danny? Yeah, I just want to say welcome to the podcast where we put a little bit of our love juice in every episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. What a fun show, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about yes. That later. Man, Danny, I, I don't know, dude, like the last two weeks, my schedule's been super jacked up. Like, I've been getting up like at two in the afternoon, one in the afternoon. It's been, been a little cray-cray. Yeah, I was doing that for a while, and then, like, my wife would want me to, like, wake, like, I'd get home from work. Like, right when my wife was waking up on Saturday morning, she's like, oh, good, you're home. Let's go hang out. And I'm like, I literally just got home from work. Can I at least take a shower and maybe a little bit of a nap? <laughs> Let me take, like, a five-hour nap? Six-hour? Yeah. Eight-hour? Or at least, a, <laughs> like, one-hour nap? No. no. She's like, but I miss you. We need to, Let's go get breakfast and let's go do things and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Working late hours like that sucks, especially if you're married to a morning person. Hmm. Yes. I, I don't think you have that problem, you know. Not necessarily because you're not married, but I don't think uh, you're a significant other. It seems she doesn't seem very morning person esque. No, no, not when she's going to bed at seven p.m. with me. You know, the best part is is she has she has a uh, eight a.m. classes on Mondays and Wednesdays, so she has to like refigure out her life twice a week. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst, man. That's why I like try to keep. I, as close to a schedule as normal except now like I was out last night and I looked at the, my cl- the time and it was like a little after 8 o'clock and all of a sudden my buddy's like oh it's bedtime you're tired now <laughs> exactly <laughs> no I I hear you man that is it's the it is the worst yeah, I was supposed to go to work yesterday too, and I just decided that I really, really don't like my boss that much that I just don't want to work, go to work, to make extra money. Like the extra money isn't worth putting up with her shit. <laughs> oh. So, I hear you, man. I hear you. Plus, plus you were out too late, man. You need your, you need your, your rest, your beauty rest. Yeah, I don't think there's enough. There's enough time in the world to get beauty rest for me. It's too late for that. <laughs> oh man that's why uh like my father-in-law says you know um you know tells tells women uh i'll keep buying you drinks till you till you think i look pretty <laughs> and i'm like thinking in my head oh, you're gonna give someone alcohol poisoning <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess at that point you're done. <laughs> you don't yes. care what's going on. No. Yeah. Speaking it's of not a, caring. Oh, go I ahead. was going to say, it's Halloween. It is Halloween. My wife's dressed appropriately for the day. She we bought a new shirt yesterday and she decided to wear it today, so she's rocking the Halloween outfit. Mm. So, it's fun. I saw people trick or treating last night. I was very confused. 
Yeah, I think I think maybe like some people maybe did like unofficial tr- Halloween last night. I know like. As somebody that doesn't have kids, I have no idea when when it's time to trick or treat. Because when I was growing up, it was always on the thirty first, regardless of the day of the week. But I feel yes. like it's changed now. It, it it's supposed to be on the thirty first, but I guess maybe you know because of whatever. And I'm sure and, you know, and people will blame the kids, but it's not the kids' fault. The kids are just doing what their parents tell them to do. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, um, apparently, even like old people forget the rules of trick or treating, where if your porch light is on. That means you still have candy, and you're willing to <laughs> hand it out. But if you don't have your porch light on, then you're you're done for the night handing out candy, or you never had candy. Yeah. Which I saw a friend of um, the podcast. Um, he uh, posted a picture on his social media of a great idea of how to like get out of buying candy for Halloween. Hell. You just put out a big like plastic bowl with a note taped to it that says, uh, "Help yourself." And just have it out there empty so that the, like the, first, the people come up and think that somebody came and took it all. And <laughs> right. not that you were too cheap to buy candy. Oh, jeez. Oh, like, they, they feel bad for you as opposed to hating you. Yeah. I saw one post that said they should make, they should change Halloween to be just the last Saturday of October. I've seen that before, yes. I'd be down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. Makes it easy. It's always on. The, then it's always on Saturday. You don't have to worry about all the other shit going on. You yeah, know? the only thing though but, is then you got to remember is wait, like what day is it? It's like it's like Easter. It's like when is Easter? I don't know. It's it's on a Saturday. It's on a Sunday, in either in March or April. Eh. My guess is not yeah. that. It's more I like Thanksgiving. It's I guess. You always know it's that day. Yeah, you know Thanksgiving is the last Thursday of the month. Like. I mean, if we can figure out Thanksgiving, we can figure out Halloween. I'm just saying. Yes. Vote for yeah. me. Halloween on the last Saturday of the month. Fuck all the but other issues going change. on. And change is scary. <laughs> and back in my day, we just went trick-or-treating on the 31st. I will say COVID, I think, has killed Halloween, though. I mean, trunk-or-treating kind of already killed Halloween anyways. Yeah. Because, like, why, like, bus your kids around from neighborhood to neighborhood where you can just take them to one parking lot, you know, of a safe area, and then you can go, as an adult, go sit back in the corner and pop open a few beers and just let them roam aimlessly and not have to worry about them? Mm, I guess, but I feel like in 2019, like, I was handing out, like, candy, and then, like, the last two years, I haven't handed out any candy, even with my porch lights on and with uh, candy in my house. True. But I also know that, like, uh, trunk-or-treating has become commercialized now. Like, we were out, and we were, we were at, at a CVS, and they literally had boxes that were just pre-made trunk-or-treat kits. How do you have pre-made trunk-or-treat kits? Don't... I'm confused. They just call it a trunk-or-treat? It's No, it's just, like, uh, it's just a box of, like, themed decorations so your car can, like, be decorated. Oh... Oh, I see. I see where you're. I see where you're going with this. I got you. So you have so, to put no thought or effort into decorating your vehicle for trunk or treat anymore. You can just go buy a pre pre made box of trunk or treat decorations for your car, so you can have like a Scooby Doo themed trunk or treat or whatever it was they had there. Damn them! Damn them! You know, but the man is always ideas, bringing us down. Whoever came up with that idea is a fucking genius, though, because you know it's always the first person to come up with those ideas that makes the money. Mm, that is true. Like we'll openly mock people for being lazy and buying it, but he's canning his cash, so he doesn't care. Or she, depending on the person. I, yeah, I assume I their gender. My bad. I wouldn't care. 
They might. I, I just meant about after making all that money. Oh, true. <laughs> it, but it also seems like something a dude would do. It's like, you know, are you too lazy? Like, are you lazy like I am and you don't want to put any thought into it? And you just want to throw some shit in your trunk and sit behind your in, in a lawn chair and drink beer and have kids, you know, pull candy out of a bat, uh, bowl in your trunk? Here's the perfect Maybe. gift for you. Here's the perfect idea for you. Maybe. That would have been his Shark Tank pinch. <laughs> like, you know, as the advertisements on social media call it, the fastest, uh, the the best selling um, item ever pitched on uh, Shark Tank is also the thing with one of the weirdest names ever. It's a sponge that with a happy smiley face on it. It's mm-hmm. called Scrub Daddy. <laughs> Scrub me, Daddy. Oh man, did you catch the Packer highlights? I just saw the um, the, the um, roughing the passer penalty on Aaron Rodgers touchdown that he threw. That's all I saw. Oh, that I love the meme. There was like a bunch of memes on um, on the Packers subreddit on Thursday where it was just Aaron's face like that. Just everybody was going to town with it. Like. I can't remember exactly, but it was like it was always. It'd be like something like when you remember. It's like when you oversleep and re, and uh, remember you had something to do that morning. You had an appointment. And then <laughs> his face like laid down, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, much more clever things were written. I'm just doing this. Uh, I'm just trying to re- vaguely remember. But yeah, do that. I was a. Uh, I was at work and I ended up going, walking through the break room and it was like two minutes left on the clock. I was like, oh, hey, we're going to win because it was like they were down on the one yard line. Yeah. And, like, and then I just I watched like Arizona just easily walk across the the whole uh, the whole uh, field field and i was just like maybe i shouldn't have stopped and watched this game <laughs> i was like this now i remember why i don't watch get packer games get too anxious you should yeah <laughs> the, the sport that I, that's worst hardest for me to watch and my wife is almost like i can't watch this with you is hockey uh because there's just yeah. so much back and forth it's not like football or you know it's like you know and in a matter of inches like you can shoot the puck from anywhere and like you just get a weird ricochet or bounce off you know, a player, or the boards, or another stick, or something like that, and you got a goal. And it's just like, yeah. and it's like the um, it does a play in the the Detroit Red Wings were playing somebody. I can't remember who they're playing. It was just yesterday, and they ended up like um, they're down by a goal, mm-hmm. and they had the puck taken away, and they ended up blocking like seven shots, like in like thirty seconds. Like not the goalie, but the players. And like one guy, I don't, um, did you ever see that soccer video where the dude? He's like the goalie, and the ball just always hits him in the head, and he like tries to get out of the way of it. At one point, it bounces off the post and hits him in the head, and then like he's passed out, and so they bring him out and they like tape him to a chair, and he's just sitting in the chair in the middle of the goal, and the guy hits it right at his face. There <laughs> <laughs> was a player like that where he like stopped the puck and it hit him in his um right ankle, and he's like down on the ground, and he's trying like, but he has to struggle to get up because the play's still going, and he's like hobbling around the ice on one leg. And then the puck goes back out to the point in front of him, and he, the guy shoots it, and he blocks it, and he hit, hits him on the other ankle. Jesus. Oh. It just made me think of that video. Scott Norwood, I think is his name. Scott something. 
It's a pretty hilarious video. That is too funny. So what you drinking, Sean? Oh, so I went to the store last night to get to purposely avoid drinking what I had in the in the keyser. Because you don't have enough, or because you're saving it for a rainy day? Because I'm a dragon and I must hoard all the beers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know I was like starting to make room in my fridge, and then I went to like Bottle Logic released a beer that I wanted, and then they had another one that I had wanted too, so I bought um like four bottles from them and then I went across the street to the bottle shop right there that's opened up and I ended up buying like um another like two four packs and a bottle of mead and another bottle logic bottle. And that was on top of the fact that like the day bef the like the Saturday before I had gone to Route thirty brewing and bought a four pack, a six pack and two bottles. Mm -hmm. So this was all in this band from like this was between Saturday and Monday I bought all that beer. Jeez. <laughs> so I bought three 12 packs, five, like six, five, two, four, two, six, seven bottles, and. Did you get the stink guy? No, I kind of I I ended up like I had so many I had so much beer that I had like extra cold cans that left over, so I ended up just giving like five of them to one of my neighbors. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, to make them to make sure that like at least the cans fit. <laughs> oh. So what did you end up buying, Sean? Um, well, when I was in the store, I noticed a special 12-pack. It was called the 12 Days of IPA from Stone. Uh, have, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen that one. I did see the um, uh, like three different um, pumpkin ones at Stater Brothers out here, but I didn't yeah, see the 12 Days of IPA yet. Yeah, so there's um, 12 different IPAs in this 12-pack. Uh, one of them is the uh, green tea IPA. So I was like, they brought that like, back. Shit, I gotta <laughs> buy that. I like that. The matcha green that, tea. Uh, I think it may have been. I I didn't get. Um, I couldn't get a good idea on what it was. It was just. It just said it was like the green tea IPA. Yeah, because I know when I was, I was originally. I was like, I really hope I don't have to buy this fucking case to get some. Like I'm. I'm gonna hold out to see. Like when I go out there, if we can't get just like a six pack of uh, or even see if it's on tea. tap at the tap room if we go down there true yeah because i have no idea what we're doing at this point <laughs> yeah, they did they did a uh, a survey not too long ago and they asked people what beers they would want them to like remake and apparently i'm like one of the only, you and me are the only ones that want them to remake that beer because and when it was released originally it was like a collaboration with a uh, sushi restaurant or like in Japan or something, but yes, it was pretty good. So you ended up not buying that? No, I held off on it because I I knew I knew um, I was coming out. It's and it's only two weeks from Wednesday. I didn't realize it was so soon again. Yeah, you got to start washing your chonies to make sure you have enough because you're coming out for like four days. So you got to pack at least ten pairs of chonies because you're gonna shit yourself at least once or twice a day on vacation, even though you never do in real life at home. <laughs> is that how how it works yeah that was like thing going, I, thing going on on reddit for a while about that it's like how come you know when you when you're going on vacation you always pack like double or triple the underwear and it's like just in case i shit myself and it's like when was the last time you shit yourself and it's like well you never know i might shit myself every day when i'm on vacation multiple times 
<laughs> Might get the stomach bug. Who knows? Yes. Oh, man. Um, but um, I'm having a beer from New Belgium. It looked too good to refuse. So this is the Dominga, the Mimosa Sour. Sour ale with um, fruit and natural fruit flavors. I had one last night. So, cheater. But, but cheers. I had a six pack, so. <sighs> then, you know what? I was thinking yeah. it was appropriate you're drinking it today. I'm sorry, real quick. Um, because Dominga. Yeah. It, it means um, born on Sunday. <laughs> nice. Did you just look that up? I knew it had something to do with Sunday because do- Domingo is Sunday the day. Sabado, Domingo. I remember that much from gotcha. Spanish high school class. I mean, I mean, I know I'm not saying it right at all, you know, <laughs> the pronunciation-wise, but at least I know the definition. So I'm like, all right, it has something to do with Sunday. What is it? Fair so enough. So, yes, I Googled. I did extra research even though it's forbidden by this podcast and – Various other podcasts I listen to, <laughs> but um, it's a it's a it's it's a very lovable and easy to drink beer, man. Um, it's got a soft like sour palate, and it's just filled of beautiful orange um, flavors in it. I mean, I honestly, it almost feels like, it almost tastes like I'm drinking a, uh, a mimosa. Like, the flavor is just so close. Like, you know, I know it's like a sour beer, and it, it does, so it doesn't have, it's not as, um, light as a regular mimosa, just as far as, you know, the orange juice and, and the, uh, the champagne, but man, it's just it's just so good. Like this is definitely like if if an actual mimosa is is one, this is like one B like on the list. Like I wouldn't be upset to have this like during breakfast. Yeah, it's 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 uh, what I like to classify as a brunch beer. Yeah, this is definitely brunch beer. Like and I mean I know New Belgium makes pretty good beers too, so I mean it's not like surprising that it's good, but I mean it's like I'm just like. Like, this thing is just crushable, too. Like, you could just go to town and be happy. And it comes in at 6% ABV, so not too not too crazy. Just right and where I'm you want not, it. And I'm willing to bet you could probably find it at any, uh, pretty much any or most grocery stores throughout the country, depending on, unless there's restrictions on where they do uh, distribute, right? Correct. Yeah, because, yeah, this is out in Colorado. So I think they only have the one brewery, right? Yes. Yeah, so, but no, um, I, I, I would definitely recommend this, you know, for anybody out there that just wants something more easy to drink, definitely check Someone out. Someone wants to get drunk Dominica. on a Sunday morning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not now? Why not now? Come drink with yeah, us. It's the perfect, um, like a, either brunch or Sunday football game, watching mm-hmm. the morning games on a Sunday football <laughs> exactly. I guess unless you live on the East Coast, then there's technically no morning games. Mm. Was that weird to get used to? 
It it took a little bit to get used to, and then since I don't really watch football, it hasn't been too. It's like it doesn't like it doesn't even face me anymore. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I don't really watch football that much either. But like when I was in like North Dakota or whatever, and it was like ten o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't got any notifications about like football games starting. And then it's like, yes. oh wait, that's right, they they start at ten o'clock West Coast time, not. Yeah. That's like noon here, and it's like wait, noon? That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just one of those. You just get, uh, you just get used to it. So yeah, you have to stay up till like one o'clock in the morning to watch Monday Night Football, though. <laughs> um, well, I'm typically working, but yeah, you would have to. Like everybody does complain about that. Like they'll they'll like always they'll miss like the second the second half of the game because they'll have to just go to bed. They're like, oh yeah, I only watch like the first half. So yeah, and even then they're still going to bed at like. Oh, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. Or even later? Yeah, it's so. usually later, because I think the game... The game starts at 8, so, you know, it's off at 11. So I think for most most people, it'll be okay. But yeah, if you're getting to work, like, at 5, I mean, that's pretty late, so... Yeah. Some people don't care. They'll stay up and then complain about it the next day. Exactly. <laughs> What about you, man? What are you drinking? So I'm drinking one of the beers that I purchased last week um, from Route 30 Brewing. It is their Oktoberfest. It was their Martzen, uh, dubbed Crushtoberfest. And it's got a picture of two dudes wearing lederhosen, holding steins, like, you know, um, one guy's, like, tall and, like, holding it up in the air, and the other guy has to jump to, like, make contact, so they're... uh, you know, tapping their glasses, and uh, it's got the traditional like the the colors, the blue, the white, the beige, and it says uh, it's a Martzen lager brewed with Munich malt, notes of caramel, honey, and bread. I'm supposed to keep it cold, drink it fresh, and sip it local. Sip local. Comes mm-hmm. in at a 5.4 percent alcohol. Um, as you were uh, as we we're doing the intro and stuff, I was having some sips on it. It's Definitely very. Uh, you can. It's like um, sweet and um, malty. They got that going. It's got a nice, really nice caramel color to it. Mm-hmm. You know, as like um, as I'm drinking more beers, like one of the ones that I'm kind of like, you know, told my wife yesterday that I'm surprised that I'm drinking that I enjoy is that I used to not like is like some of the Mexican lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how much I just hate IPAs and anything's too hoppy. <laughs> it's like, uh, that nice, I like that nice malty backbone, nice, easy, crushable drinking, like Pilsners, like even, but even then, like some breweries, they'll make up like a dry hopped Pilsner, like, um, Highland Park Brewing is it, the brewery. They make like their best known Pilsner is a Timbo Pils. Uh-huh. And that thing is just basically just like, um, an IPA, but with lager malt instead of uh, whatever the malts IPAs use, crystal malt. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I don't brew. Do you <laughs> brew, Sean? I've had brewed in a long time. I was cleaning out my uh, kettle a couple weeks ago. Um, I still got to do some sh- more scrubbing from uh, the last batch. It kind of burnt the bottom, so it's been... One of those things where, like, every time I get motivated, I go down there and start scrubbing it, trying to get so all the So it's got, like, the, the black on it? 
Yeah, it's super irritating. I need to just get a Dremel and just kind of finish it. <laughs> well, I saw like a, a, a interwebs hack about that. It involves like baking soda and like dish soap and stuff like that. And you just kind of let it soak on, and according to the video, it just wipes off. Yeah, that shit's a lie. Or this is not, or it's just not working in my case. <laughs> I've done baking soda. I've done dish laundry soap. I've done vinegar. I've done a few different remedies. Okay, so, uh, so. what you're telling me, what you're telling me is that somebody put something on the internet that's not true. I, I don't know if yeah. I can believe you on that one, dude. That that, that just seems like nonsense. <laughs> yeah, no, I just need to get the dribble and just like, just break that off, just grind it out, and then. It'll be good. Stupid millennials always looking for the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> don't just we don't want to just uh, scrub it with a wire brush for hours on hours. Back in back in my day, that's all we had was wire brushes and our elbow grease. And if you didn't <laughs> like it, you got pounded by the whip, and if you until you got it done. And the only the only cleaning solution we had was spit. You just had to spit on it, and we couldn't drink any more water. We were just there scrubbing and sweating and dehydrated all day. <laughs> and then we had to walk to school uphill both ways. Of course, oh. bastards. <laughs> but I was gonna say, um, I saw I was um I saw this recipe, and it was for brewing a beer inside of a pumpkin, like a hollowed out pumpkin. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yes. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess maybe it wouldn't absorb too much of the of the liquid. I don't know. That'd be, that's kind of weird, but... I've On the plus side, too, you don't have to, you know, clean the equipment afterwards. You can just throw it away. Or feed it to a pig. Because pigs <laughs> like pumpkin. And it'll get them drunk. It'll be fun. Oh, that's true. Drunk pig. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've been to a few breweries and seen some of those, but what drunk pigs? Yes. <laughs> oh man. So our boy, uh, the inter- well, not our boy, I guess the the internet's favorite um, privileged rich boy, Elon Musk. Yeah. Announced that he's going to vi- make another venture into the world of alcohol, because previously he released a, a tequila in like a special fancy bottle, and it was like online and it sold out like pretty much immediately. And I don't know, I doubt anybody's actually drank it. They're probably just hanging on to it because they think they can resell it for more than they bought it for. Yeah. Or they just keep it because you know they worship the the ground that Tesla walks on, and want to have everything Tesla, you know, uh, merchandise wise. So he announced he announced he's partnered up with a brewery in Germany and he's going to make a beer and I guess the, it's supposed to coincide or have some sort of relation to the release of his uh, weird truck. Mm. At least with like the um, the bottle is and the, or the can the shape of the bottle or the can or whatever is going to have something to do with the truck. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what it, if anybody again if anybody actually buys it to drink it or they just buy it so they have the cool can and can say they bought it. Or they can turn around and flip it for more. <laughs> oh man! So who knows? Speaking of flipping things, so Facebook had a press conference, and 
mostly human CEO Mark Zuckerberg um, announced that they're going to rename Facebook the corporation. Oh. Wow. So Facebook won't change. Facebook won't change, but they're going like the corporation will own Facebook. Well, because right now they own like Facebook and Messenger and WhatsApp and Instagram, and so he's kind of like he. The only like real valid point that I saw that he made was like, you know, when they hear Facebook, they just think of Facebook. They don't think of any of the other companies or properties that they own or that they're working on. Like like uh, virtual reality video games, I stuff is one of the things they're working on. Uh huh. So it's like each company will still have its own like headquarters, or as it is now, it's just basically the the stock name and the main uh, corporate headquarters or whatever is going to be changed to Meta. Meta. Wait, really? That's the name, Meta. Yeah, like the Meta game. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yes, but our, our our robot and or lizard overlord Mark Zuckerberg um, has deemed it worthy, worthy. So I don't want to, um, you know, end up on his bad list and get sent to the human concentration camp when he decides to take over. <laughs> True, because I, so. I guess like some of the language he used in there was weird, like like weirder than normal. Like there was a point where he like he's like, yes, now we can help you interact with fellow people. And then he had this like weird look on his face, even weirder than he normally does. I was like, dude, for somebody that has like, why did you make a social app for somebody who? I get well, that makes sense. It's like it makes sense now that I think about it that the person who has social anxiety makes an app so that people could talk to each other without meeting in person ever. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and then PETA decided they just you know after however many years that they have an issue with something with Major League Baseball. You know, and, you know, PETA is one of those corporations, like, kind of like the uh, Susan B. Corman is another one where it's like, yeah, we understand that your cause is good, but you're kind of assholes about it and nobody likes you. Like, uh, the Susan B. Corman is, like, the big one that everyone raises money for for breast cancer research. Yeah. But apparently, like, they think they own the term The Cure. So if you're, like, um, a breast cancer – if you're a cancer research company – um, and you like put in your uh, fundraising propaganda that you're helping to help raise money for the cure. They'll su- they'll try to sue you. Wow. <laughs> oh no. So and you know like PETA like their thing like big controversy is like if they see like your dog sit in your front yard or on your porch or whatever they'll basically kidnap it from you and euthanize it because you know uh, a dead dog is happier than a um, captive dog. Yeah, that's a little bit much. So now that now apparently and in and the funny the best part about this all story is the um, the comments on the social media by the conservative people that are triggered by it. So um, so PETA has decided that they don't want Major League Baseball to use the term bullpen anymore, where the relief pitchers wait and warm up during the you know during the game. Yeah, because it's the name is um, implica- implied with the uh, the area where you know, cattle are stored or stowed when when they're taken from like the fields or whatever to be slaughtered. <laughs> and so, and I, you know, if and I've told a few people, it's like if if anybody but PETA came up with this idea, I would probably be behind it. <laughs> but instead of bullpen, they want to use the term uh, arm barn. Arm barn. Yes. <laughs> Oh, 
Somebody uh, like one of the comments I saw and one of the, said, the, "Why why not why call it why not call it the uh, gas station?" And so, but of course, you got these. It's like all oh, these triggered liberals and snowflakes and this and that. And it's like, dude, it's literally PETA. PETA just says stupid shit to get attention. Like, calm your britches. This isn't like a liberal thing or a snowflake thing. This is literally just a PETA thing. Yes. Like the only triggered snowflake in here is you. Yes. Same shit like that. <laughs> like for the most part, even like the most like liberal, uh, progressive. Here's PETA say something, and they're like. Oh, Dude, can you please just shut up? We're trying to do good here, and you're setting us back. Exactly. You're making it harder for us. Like, right. Like, most, even most, like, the hardcore vegans I know hate PETA. That's fair. Because of, like, their shady dealings like that, where, like I said, where they'll, like, euthanize people's pets that aren't lost. They'll just go, and it's like, oh, hey... You know, if you're like walking down the street and someone has their dog out front and it comes to the fence to let you to sniff you or bark at you or let you pet it, and they're like, "Oh, they'll pick it up and take it," and they're like, "Oh, we found it stray." And people have posted like videos of from their like you know security cameras or their rings, where the Peter person literally walked on their property and took the dog, and the, but the Peter person's like, "No, it, we found it roaming the streets," and the judge is like, "Ah, there's not much we can do about it because it's not a person; it's only a dog. Sorry." Yeah. So, man, Terrible. yesterday I had a big day out, Sean. My first like big day out for all <clears> pretty much in a while. Year. So started off, went to uh, Little Tokyo. Um, nice. I was talking yes. about. I was just talking to Quattros about going there when I go out. So, there's something I've been wanting to try for a while, and I just didn't find a place to get it and i um saw it at north dakota at this japanese restaurant we went to but we ended up getting something else and so i'm like as soon as i decided we're going to little tokyo i'm like all right i'm gonna find a place that has it and they have at the back end of little tokyo like away from where we normally park um they have like a restaurant but then next to the restaurant is a takeout window for this it's uh, called takoyaki uh-huh. and it's like basically little like fried dough dumpling type balls with uh, chunks of octopus inside. Oh. Interesting. Like if you're familiar with Danish like um, stuff or like uh, Solvang, they have the able skivers mm-hmm. where they have like a half circle pan and then they put the dough in and then they like kind of let it cook and then they flip that and then the whatever is uncooked kind of fl- floats to the bottom and so it makes a circle. But this, but they have a, like a chunk of cooked octopus inside of it. And then they had like six different ways to get it served as far as toppings. So we got like a half and half, and we had the original that had like Japanese mayo, something else, and the bonito flakes. And they had another one that had like some like an oil flakes. and sea salt that was pretty good. <laughs> it just makes me think of that anime. <laughs> bonito flakes. <What's, laughs> the Double Man Crybaby? No. Um, what's the one with the. the kids that have to exercise the monsters with that giant guy that has like a huge love crush on the uh, on the main character that calls him like a little brother oh um Jujutsu Kaisen yes that's it because one of the guys he only says like toppings and like he always he says like quite often Benito Flakes yes like if he says normal words like his voice like like is basically like um 
Black Bolt in the Marvel comics, but if he says like his like sushi and like cooking ingredients or sushi ingredients, like stuff used in like Japanese cooking or sushi, I can't remember. It's one of those two, but yes. No, because there's a scene in um like the main character in Devil May Cry Baby, like whenever he eats, he just dumps the needle flakes on his food, and like the weird thing about them is they like they shrivel, but it looks like they're moving, and so they really got that animation down in Devil May Cry Baby, and like even like the one of the characters is like, is it alive? Why is it moving? And so when we, I opened up the container and I showed, and I, she, my wife saw that, and she, uh, I was like, oh wait, look, it's moving, and she's like, wait, is it alive? What is that? Oh man, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. So then we walked around a little bit, and all the shops um, made, had you uh, had you wear a mask, and the um, the main store that the figurine manga stores downstairs like in the little tunnel Mm -hmm. um they added another store they added a store that's just pop figures only wow that's ridiculous they had one where it was like models and pop figures and something else oh action figures and so they took they moved it across across the walkway at the very entrance and they it's the so they pretty much own almost every store in there there's only like two like the art gallery the wig store and like one other store in there or video game store Everything else is them. But um, <laughs> they um, they have a limit of how many people come in the store, so you have to stand in line to get in if there's if there's too many people. Mm-hmm. And um, when you walk in, there's somebody there like telling you the rules, and they have you they make you use hand sanitizer every time you go in the store. Nice. And so, like the main one, the main one with the manga and the. Um, uh, figures um they give you a 15 minute time limit in there yeah that's what quattros was saying dang i so, can't even i can't even browse everything in 15 minutes i know so i didn't even look at the manga i just kind of looked at the figure i mean I, I don't even think i was there for 15 minutes i was probably there for like 10 but i didn't look yeah. at like the manga and some of the other stuff yeah i kind of just did a quick like cursory glance at stuff yeah. see if anything looked interesting gotcha um but it was still pretty crowded. They had they were having like some kind of a we went on they had some kind of a trick or treat scavenger hunt thing that went from like two to five. And so um, while we were there, we were waiting. You know, like uh. we went to go to the Jap- the sushi restaurant, the revolving uh, sushi restaurant. Yeah. Sign up area for the costume thing was like right there. Uh. So, and it's pretty cool. Like now, like if you go to the if you do go to the revolving sushi restaurant, yeah. they have an app so that you can put your name on the wait list through the app. Oh, nice. Or, like, if you go inside and, like, they have, like, a little iPad where you put your name and your phone number in and stuff to put yeah. on the list, and they'll send you text, and then the text has a link mm-hmm. to a website that shows you where what position you are in line. Gotcha. But um, it moves. It's, like, it's weird. Like, it, it took a while. Like, sometimes at points it would take forever for, like, the next person to number to go, but then um, immediately, like, you would drop, like, four or five numbers. And that was because, like, people decided – I guess people decided either they didn't want to wait or they weren't paying attention. And um, Because, like, they said the wait was, like, 80 minutes for us, and it wasn't that long. Wow. But then at one point, like, when we got to number four on the list, and the dude sticks his head out, calls a name, calls it again, no response. Calls a name, calls another name, no response. And he's like, what's your name? And I'm like, Daniel. And he's like – I'm like, I'm number – I'm, like, fourth on the list. He's like, all right, yeah, come on in. <laughs> he's like, I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, because that's the, I mean the thing is like they tell you when you sign in it's like you, this isn't a reservation like um, 
you still have to be out there when you call your name. And not only that, but like every single person in your party has to be there too. And if not, then um, you lose your spot and you have to re-sign up. Hmm. So. So yeah, so it was pretty crazy. But like people would like do that. They'd like sign up and they'd like just walk away and go shopping throughout Little Tokyo. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely check out a few stores, but yeah, you definitely gotta get back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering like if that place would be still too busy to try to go to. Because it is fun. And it's, it's funny because there's they have a second location over by um, Ontario Mills. Yeah. Which is a lot closer than Little Tokyo. It is true, but they have so much... Little Tokyo has so much more anime things. True. But, you know, if you've if you you know been paying attention and go on, like, you know, Right Stuff Anime or Good Smile Company and pre-order stuff, then you don't even need to go to Little Tokyo anymore. I know. That's probably true, but... Stop ruining my time. But I did buy that that pop killer store that has like the T-shirts that like they kind of have them like in the shelves looking like record labels like records. Yes, I do love. They do end up getting a couple good shirts. Like I know I've bought a few. So yeah, I bought like that's only, that's where I ended up spending my money. Yes, uh, yesterday was there. Bought like four shirts. I bought like my and my and two of them was like mostly because my wife made me buy them. One was um a Halloween shirt like with an anime witch girl on it that she liked. And the other was a mashup of um, My Neighbor Totoro as Godzilla. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so, and then I bought another one that, you know, that there's like that 80s logo where it says totally rad. <laughs> this one said totally sad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, and so, oh man, so I, you know, bought a graphic novel of a Spider-Man what in the what if series of Sp- from of Spider-Man called Spider's Shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, what if Peter Parker like basically didn't stop wearing the Venom suit? And so it's, you know, Venom took over his mind and stuff and he it's a pretty good book. It's written by uh, Chip Zdarsky who, you know, even though it's not comic book like superhero themed, he wrote the Sex Criminals book. Mhm. Which is a fun read. Like, I highly recommend that book. Um, like, the one where basically, like, these people figure out, like, they can st- stop time when they orgasm. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, but this book, it's, it's, you know, like, some of the reviews, it's like, reading the reviews, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, a, uh, a pretty gnarly, scary book. Because they're, like, talking about the... Uh, the scariness and the horror and i'm like oh it's okay maybe i'm missing something but uh it's like um like horror dna if i don't know if they're like a website or what but they're they're like one line out of the review is a, a chilling look at what could have been for peter parker um but yeah no but it is a fun read um another review is zadarsky writes an unbelievable tale and this take on the classic story is absolutely brilliant um, it like it's pretty good. It, it kind of shows like more in into like uh, Peter Parker's mind as far as like how he feel, like truly feels about his um, enemies and um, the whole thing about like I put you in j- jail and they come out again. Kind of like the um, they did with Batman. I think it's in the Dark Knight, right? Mm-hmm. With the Joker. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I was listening to a podcast 
and um, this uh, on the Grand Geek Gathering Network, and they have a one like a one called uh, Burn After Pitching, where they kind of come up with an idea, and uh, people come and they have different guests, and they'll come up with st- like whatever the idea is. And so this one was like um, if um, like re- a different version of a story or whatever. And so this person came up with the idea if. Um, What's his name? Uh, Scott Snyder directed Spy- uh, the Spider-Man movie, right? Uh, yeah. And so it was like, you know, you know, he's you know out doing his Spider-Man stuff, and he hears about this uh, family, the Fantastic Four, and he, but he's not sure about them, and so he goes to investigate them and stuff, and um, you know, as the movie's going on and stuff, and the, the misunderstandings, of course, and they end up fighting, and um, as he's you know Peter Parker's fighting, oh, they, they find that's what it was. He, he, they find out that the, the, the secret they're hiding is Reed Richards' son, Franklin, that he's like this super powerful mutant. Um, and so Peter Parker's like, I gotta stop this mutant before he like destroys the world. And so he like invades the Baxter building to get to Franklin. And so, you know, he's fighting through and he's beating the, um, uh, being fighting in a fight with the thing. And mm-hmm. as he's, um, getting ready to like, you know, take out the thing. Um, Franklin comes out of hiding and yells, Uncle Ben! <laughs> and then Spider-Man looks at him and takes off his mask and says, Why did you say that name? Why did you say that? Why did you say that name? And then the, the panel kind of all groaned on the podcast and the host was like, Wait, did you just set up that whole story for that shitty-ass joke? Uh, I appreciate it though. I did too, actually. I thought that was pretty funny. Which I, <laughs> again, I'll say this as often as this subject comes up. That's not the worst way that Spider-Man, I mean Superman and Batman, have stopped fighting in the comics. I don't know why it's such a big deal in the movie. Because everybody doesn't know this, the, the the ancient texts. But even people that have read comics that I know are like, "Oh man, that's like the worst thing ever in the DCU." And it's like, really? Then. You should. I, I know you read Batman comics. Really, really, really. Yeah. Really, really, really? <laughs> so, but yeah. Why did you say that name? <laughs> oh man. Speaking of shitty jokes, Sean. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> well, you, they're only you, shitty you... jokes because they can't be inappropriate, and only inappropriate jokes are funny. That's fair. So, um, instead of uh, watching, you know, new and current animes that I should be paying attention to, I decided to go back and watch a uh, an old fan favorite. I guess at least a fan favorite ours. But I, I've just been cruising through the dub version of uh, Shim Shimono. <laughs> I can't say it. Say it. Say it. Like you mean it, Sean. Shimonota, a boring world where dirty jokes don't exist. Dude, I always forget about that anime, and then like something comes up, like hearing hearing like her laugh in the theme song, and I'm like, oh. Dude, her laugh is so good. I made it one of my Twitch uh, Twitch uh, rewards. Like uh, you could you could uh, make her laugh go off. Oh, so. perfect. So if you need, if you if you if you did, if you thought you needed a reason to uh, subscribe and follow along on Twitch for Sean, um, 
that's the perfect one right there. Just that laugh alone is worth it. The price of admission. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, you know, um, I know we talked about it before, but basically, uh, you know, it's everything is super centered. People are super sheltered. They t- and the main character, the the main character is the son of a, you know, a terrorist, and ends up making friends with uh, another another terrorist going to his school, and they just cause mayhem for everybody, and it's just. Like, it's just so, um, I think they changed, the one thing I, I, I was really irritated, I started to get really irritated with, uh, the, um, the anime, the, uh, dub version, because the, the girl who voices Blue Snow, her laugh was so terrible compared to the other one, I'm, I, and, like, it suddenly, it changed, like, at episode three, so part I partially think like they're either like it's, they brought over the Japanese laugh or they made her like start redoing her laughs to make it more like Blue Snow, because like in the first like two episodes like you're just like you're like dude this is not even close to the iconic Blue Snow laugh. Ah, oh, and again, like we said, that's like I mean it's not the only reason to watch it, but it's you know. The icing on the cake. Yeah, I mean it's like it's a very signature laugh. So because it's like it's even like in the opening like song like it's just like so but um it's it's just I think it's I don't know if they made it more crude with the English version just because it was easier to I don't know if we just have a lot more bad words <laughs> to say but it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I mean, that was also part of the charm was, like, you know, because nobody used bad words and nobody knew how to use them anymore. So she would just, like, randomly say bad words out of context and had yeah. nothing to do with the situation. Correct. Her metaphors would be terribly off-placed and not make sense. But she would just say things just to, just to say uh, bad words. Yeah, and, like, in her, because in her mind, then, what she understood, it made sense. But mm-hmm. it's like when a little kid says a bad word. Yeah, exactly. Like, so uh, it, it was a... A video on the internet as I showed my wife, and it was this little boy, like a boy who was probably five-ish with his sister who was maybe three, and then he's like, "Don't get mad at me. I'm not the one that said it. She said it and pointed at the sister. He's like, she said the f word. And again, I didn't say it. She said it. Don't be mad at me. She said the f word. She said shit. But it is on Funimation for anybody who wants to check it out or give it a fun rewatch and go back through memory lane. Ah, uh, yes. So, Re- but no, memories. It, yes, it was a fun. It was a fun uh, journey back through uh, through time. Uh, so, I think my new favorite anime genre, Sean, is a uh, wholesome all-girl high school like shows is that it and, and i showed i like told a friend of the show man thing that and he was like he thought i was like being sarcastic or like trying to like like being pervy and i'm like no seriously like wholesome and so i sent him some, a couple clips from the shows i was talking about and i'm like fucking wholesome Sean, um, man thing fucking wholesome and he's like <laughs> okay i get it fucking so like, like one of them would be i'm with like, you man um, thing he's a fucking weirdo that? i said i'm with you man thing he's a fucking weirdo 
No, man. Sometimes, sometimes you just like you know rewatching Shimonetta. Sometimes you just need to get away from the harsh realities of life and nothing, nothing uh, better than just a bunch of like friends being wholesome and no like you know love triangle drama or um, fan service or what? What about a man, a lizard man, a dwarf, and an elf eating cheese around a campfire? I mean, that's a wholesome scene, but is the whole show wholesome? Uh, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say Goblin Slayer is wholesome. No, no, it's not. <laughs> and I knew exactly what show you were talking about. That's why I uh, <laughs> asked the follow-up question. I'm glad that you at least caught that. I mean, that's like that's like finding like the only wholesome scene in... Um, what's the name of that show where the kid gets like abused and then he like takes revenge on the people that like raped and abused him we watched it you watched it i watched a few episodes you watched the whole thing where he kidnaps like the princess or whatever you're useless i don't recall um there's too much anime yeah, but it was, like, one where, like, you had to watch the uncensored version of it because the censored version was, like, the whole screen. Oh, so... Redo of Healer. Yes, yeah. that one. Yeah. It'd be like if you found, like, the one wholesome scene in Redo of Healer. I I don't know if there was a wholesome part. Right. I think the only... You know what? I retract that. The only... The only wholesome part of that show is when he has flashbacks of his sister. And he's, like... He's not, like, mentally corrupt. Because she's, like, the... She's like the night, like is supposed to be like the nice person that was never mean to anybody, always took care of everybody, and because of what they did to her, like set off his mind. You know what I mean? Like, right. She so was the took... wholesome that was taken out of the world. So if you if you uh, if you took like one of those scenes of the sister being wholesome, and it's like, look, it's a wholesome anime. It's not so much. So, like, the shows I'm talking about are, like, um, Zombieland Saga is one. Mm-hmm. The Laidback Camp is another one that I've watched. Yes, you do. Like and the one that I finished camp. watching the first two seasons, and there's a movie of, and it's an older anime, and it's on Netflix until November 14th, is K-On! With an exclamation point, because they're super excited when they say it. K-On! So, it's a story. Did you ever watch this? I did not. I, so basically, I just wanted to say it. It's, well, I didn't know if you watched it. <laughs> um, I didn't ask you because you said it. I just... Uh, oh, got you. You said they said uh, it excitedly, so I wanted to partake. Exactly. I figured that's what you are doing. <laughs> I, I was with you on that. Basically, the premise of the show is you got three girls and three got freshman high school girls, and they want to form the Light Music Club. And you got a drummer, a bassist, and a keyboardist. And the teacher who's in charge of like the music department tells them that they need to have uh, cl- the clubs have need to have at least a minimum of four members. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, like the first episode is them trying to get like first couple episodes is them trying to get a member. And so the main character she's kind of like like uh, doesn't know what she wants to do. Like her mm-hmm. her, her friend who's like the high school like in the um, the student body council. And some other people are, like, trying to get her to, like, join a club. And, you know, they have, like, the recruitment day and all the different clubs are out there. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And so then um, she hears about the light. She's, like, in there having a meeting, talking to the teacher. And then the, the three girls come in, and that's when they tell them that she t- – and she overhears the conversation about needing a fourth member. 
And she's like, oh, light music. They play light music. She's like, I know how to play the castanets. <laughs> and then she goes up there and they're like, well, we need a guitarist. And she's like, yeah. She tries to tell him that she's like just that she only showed up to quit, basically. Like she had second-guessed her decision to join the club and they're begging her to stay and plying her with like tea and sweets. And they're like, so you play guitar? And she's like, uh. And she tries to tell him no. And they think that she's like has like um, – influence like her influence are all these like guitar greats but she doesn't get a chance to tell them and so finally she like does and they still convince her to join they're like well you don't have to play you can just sit here and drink tea and watch us play because we need four members and so like eventually throughout you know the course of the show she learns how to play the guitar and they play at like different events and stuff and then the next year they add another freshman and it's just the two seasons of just them and their like wacky adventures um but yeah man it's just a fun show um, it's uh, dubbed, so you don't even have to really pay too much attention if you're like, you know, don't want to read while you're watching TV. Um, but it's just super fun, super wholesome. Um, the character, like the main character, I'm not a huge fan of, but the drummer and the keyboardist, like their relationship and their like um, interactions with each other is is part of what makes the show more than like the main character who's kind of dumb. Mm. Um, but yeah, K Kon. It's like, like, I didn't realize how old it was. It's like at least 10 years old, maybe 12 years old since the first season came out. Um, But it holds up. Like the anime, you know, it's like sometimes you go back and you watch animes that are like more than 10 years old. And it's like, you can tell they're 10 years old. The anime, the the drawing styles are weird. And the, you know, the background (laughs) scenes like look bad. Like they're not, they don't have as much, uh, back then they didn't have as much emphasis on drawing the background as they do now. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't like distract. It wasn't, it wasn't like up to today's standards necessarily, but it was, it looked more like it was just stylized than bad animation. Like the characters were drawn that way on purpose to look that way, as opposed to they're drawn that way because that's how characters were drawn, you know, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I finished the two seasons and I got to watch the movie. About them, I guess they go on like the the final episode of the second season. They're trying to get their passports so they can go on an overseas trip, and so I oh, guess the movie involves them going on the overseas trip. Okay, how fancy! Super fancy. rocket rocking around. <laughs> exactly. So you played some video games, Sean. I've been playing uh, two games. So on my. On my Xbox Game Pass, I've been playing Back for Blood. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. I I can't resist. I can't. Resist. It, it is pretty funny. Um. So, uh, Back for Blood is supposed to be some of the creators of Left for Dead left off left in. Valve because Valve doesn't do any doesn't I think make any more games anymore or they don't care about making certain games, um, and basically we have a four person zombie shooter game and um, so there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of emotions in the community about this game. Are you staying up on any of it, Danny, or are you just been like not even paying attention that it exists? I, dude, it's weird. Um, I don't know if like I can use the pandemic as an excuse for this, like I do with movies, 
But, like, I didn't even know the Guardians of the Galaxy game was out. <laughs> like, funny. I'm, like, it's weird. Like, I'm on, like, beer news and other news, but I'm not even, like, I've, for some reason, like, I've totally, like, lost the world of video games and movies. <clears throat> Fair enough. Yeah, so Back for Blood has been out for two weeks now. Um, they have three different uh, versions uh, well, not three different. They have three different. They have three different difficult settings. So they have rookie, veteran, and um, nightmare. Um, there's a couple different differences between Left for Dead and Back for Blood, um, especially with the card assortment. So basically, you pick like 15 cards and out of a deck, and you could, uh, as you play the game, you get points, and you could spend those points to get other cards and stuff. But basically, it's so that way you can customize your character for certain builds, um, which some people like it, some people don't. I get it if you can't fucking think outside of one plus one equals two. You know, um, trying to manage a uh, a deck of cards might be a little difficult. But for those of us that <laughs> have... Uh, Don't insult our listenership like that. <laughs> those of us that have had to play deck building games and different things, it's, I mean, you know what you're trying to do and what you want to do, so it makes it a little bit easier. Um, but anyways, it's... Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed playing the game so far like it's a it's a fun easy game to just pick up and play like you i know there's probably people grind that have grinded it out like multiple multiple times like i'm i still have to finish the last boss for act four but um it's the game is broken up into four different acts and it's like one it's like one story tied together and they all kind of fit together um there's different challenges you have to do just like in uh left for dead where you know doing certain like doing certain story missions like alerts the horde and you got to defend this or or you know and whatnot there's also like bonus challenges like that you could uh well basically like um every round like they'll pull like cards that are supposed to make the game difficult for you so some like some of the monsters have um special armor or like there's some that you have to kill a boss monster and stuff like that so it's uh i mean it's i think it's pretty fun i mean i've uh i've streamed it a few times um as well so it's been i really liked uh playing it and um going after uh just killing zombies and like i said it's just it just seems to be one of those games where it's uh you can just kind of jump in and play now I will say, I know there's been a lot of issues with people, like, leaving the game. So you get stuck playing with bots. So I think it's, like, it might be one of those where it might be a little bit better to have, to know a few people. Because uh, what you can do, and what I typically do, is I'll do, like, a private party with, like, one other person or two other people. And we'll just play with, like, one bot. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Especially when you're playing on, like recruit uh because basically like the whole game tells you like don't even start on veteran like you're you're not even gonna survive like you gotta play through recruit and build your deck and stuff before you get to the to the big levels dude it's not the boss of me it doesn't tell me what to do 
<laughs> but it's I have funny seen people mocking the bots in the game, though, where it's like you're like trying to shoot something and the bot just walks in between you and the target. <laughs> yeah. Bots can be dumb. So. And the harder versions, uh, the friendly fire damage uh, gets increased as well. So you can't, you gotta be uh, smart with your grenades and such. Yeah, I can imagine that would be a easy way to rank up the le- like the de- the level difficulty. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess you know it's it's better than making the uh, enemies just better at being uh, bullet sponges. Yeah. The other cool thing is like um, each character has like a perk and a team perk. So like, <clears throat> I think like the doctor like every I forget every once a lot once a stage could instantly like revive somebody without needing a like like, a, uh, a tool to do it. So, like, other people do, like, uh, give people, um, allow, like, the team to have, carry more ammo, or do more damage, or have more stamina, or this, or that. Like, uh, hold an extra grenade perk. So, there's all sorts of different ways. There is meaning behind, like, the team that you build, too. Like, you can't, it's not necessarily just pick your favorite character for shits and giggles. I mean, yeah, that's that's good because, and I'm sure people get mad about that that haven't played those kind of games where, you know, building the right team works. They haven't played enough of the Japanese gotcha games on mobile. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, some of the armor looks pretty cool. All of it, um, you earn all of it. You can't just buy anything. Um, there's supposed to be there's a season pass that they that you could purchase and it's supposed to drop more levels and new characters into it over the next year. But, um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I know my clan has made an official, uh, channel for it now. So just cause so many people are playing it. So, but it's, uh, it's pretty fun. Not too shabby. Yeah. I mean, it looked like it'd be a fun game, but it also looked like it'd only be a fun game, like you said, if you could play with people you know versus strangers. Because this definitely seems like a game where if you're not um, playing the way somebody in the group thinks you should play, they'll try to like kick you out of the group. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is probably finding, uh, if you don't know anybody to, that's playing it, is to probably find, like, there's... I'm sure the uh, subreddit Back for Blood has already created, like, a probably a separate channel for um for other people to like uh lfg so that probably would be a good place to do it to find some peeps so yeah definitely and then you played again sean reliving memory lane yes i've uh i've been replaying skyrim and um on on console or pc through my xbox game pass on pc (laughs) Have you? So, do you get to do the mods? Yes. Does your game crash constantly because of the mods? Like everybody else I know that uses mods. Uh, yes, it has been a, a little glitchy because I've added. Um, so basically, I did the only mods I did on here were the um, were DLC mods that I haven't played before. So basically, people have made mods that just basically add in missions, new missions and like story content. So the one I went through was the Dark Brotherhood DLC, which was, uh, it was a bit glitchy, um, but 
Um, it, it was, I think it was just more fun because it was like I just had more missions of killing people um, to do versus uh, not to do. But uh, I had pretty much, I had a, a good time with that. And I did, I downloaded two other ones, but I haven't got to them yet. So I've just been terrorizing the world of Skyrim as a assassin. And uh, I'm kind of working through the Thieves Guild as well. So, so you didn't um, make your uh, dragon have it turn into a Thomas the Terrain Engine or anything fun like that? No, I I don't do fun mods like that. I think I don't I don't care to do like those mods because I I just want to make like the game more interesting and add like ran- other random things. So like one of the things I do I always download now is I do alternate start. And, um, so basically from the, the alternate start mod allows you to pick a different end beginning to the story. So you're not just a prisoner, like getting escorted. It's, uh, you could start off in a guild. You could start off as like, a a bandit somewhere like there's all sorts of different things. Like you could do a homeowner. So it's an easy way to cheat and get a house. Like another one I really like is the um, the White Run House mod, which basically upgrades your White Run House, and it has a really cool trophy room to put all your um, armor and your collectible armor and stuff like the uh, the different Daedra armor, the dragon mask and stuff like that. So you could like really display everything and make it look cool. So those are like more or less the mods that are that that I usually play. Now, on November 11th, I think we talked about it before, the uh, 10-year anniversary edition is coming out. So if you already own the Legendary Edition, then you'll just get an update with all the benefits of the 10-year anniversary edition. You don't have to rebuy it. Uh, But there's... I was just watching a video this week, and everybody's been making fun of, like, the Skyrim fishing thing, but that was that's only, like, a small part of it. There's a new DLC uh, coming out with it. Um, I guess I say DLC, but basically um, there's a, they added some story and stuff with new armors. And so they took, a, uh, they took armor out of the uh, Morrowind game and brought it back. And I noticed that there's two armors from Shivering Isles, which is in Oblivion, that also come back. So plus like weapons and new enemies and stuff like that. And then they also did like a, uh, they made a version where if you play, you have to monitor your um, sleep and your hunger um, as well. So you have to spend, it's like more of a survival one. So you have to like make, you can't just like run around infinitely. You have to like actually go sleep and eat and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, it's, that's, I never got into those games. Um I never played Skyrim. I think I played um, like a little bit of Elder Scrolls, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like like the main thing that people love about those games are just the fact that you can uh, mod the shit out of them anymore. Uh, I think I th- I think the modding. I think if you do the modding can make it more fun, but it it shouldn't. It's not necessarily the only thing. Like I think like. I get it, like, some people like to mod it to make it, like, way different than what it is, but I think there are mods that just make it generally more fun, 
like there's a um, there's a voice dialogue overhaul that like changes up and adds more line like voice lines to the game and there's like other mods that do add more character designs into the game um, as well so I think like those things kind of make it to where it feels bigger like a, it, feel, it makes the world feel bigger because there's le- more things going on and more things being said but um <clears throat> Like, so I think you just have to look at what you're trying to get from your mods. Like, are you just trying to have, like, an outrageous playthrough where anything goes? Or are you just trying to, um, you know, make get something to maybe make make it a little bit better? Because I will say, I've played, I played one of the DLCs, or the mod mod DLCs, which was which was really fun. So, like, there's some really creative people that have added some cool stuff to the game. So it's not just like, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, because um, when I was still playing Final Fantasy fourteen, one of the guys that was in the um, free company, mm-hmm. um, he kind of, he was like, did all the stuff he wanted to do. So he was like taking a break and he was playing Skyrim, but he was still in our Discord, like voice chats. Yeah. Um, and he was like getting pissed because like he'd get us all, he'd like get us all, all his mods set up and then the game would crash. But it yeah. would have been like an hour just like trying to get the game to run with the mods that he wanted. And yeah. like, I, I feel Yeah, there is also more mods on PC than on the Xbox version. So and I feel like I feel like you could only run like like five mods. I think especially like if they're big if they're like extreme like game changing mods, like you don't want to do too many. I think as long as you you do a couple, you're fine. Like, it's not going to crash. And I noticed when I was playing on Xbox, it was... I didn't really crash the system. It was more... It's been more of when I've been playing on PC. And I think it could be since I have different mods on there. Like, I have multiple story mods going on, which I think... Um, and one of them, it, like I just said, like, the the Dark the dark Brother One Hood was glitchy. So I'm hoping, like... It'll, uh, now that I've beaten it and I'm done, like, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Right, yeah. You, um, you got, you jumped past that hurdle, and now, you know, hopefully you never have to deal with it again. Yeah, we'll see what the next one uh, entails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But, PC uh, Masterpiece. Exactly. You, you know it's going to be fun, though? Saturday, November 6th, this upcoming Saturday, it's Extra Life. It's the big Extra Life charity event. I'll be streaming some Destiny, doing all four raids. I'll be, uh, all, all the money raised, I'll be going to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, last year we, we were able to raise over a thousand. I'm looking forward to trying to beat that goal again. Um, fan favorite $100 donations makes me do a, a, a jog around the, um, around the neighborhood. And for $1,100, I'll be taking a, a good ice bath to make sure I heal up my, uh, my muscles from all that jogging. And at 1500 I will, uh, I will do the, uh, reenactment of, uh, Rocky running up the stairs. So, um, yeah, so that'll be, uh, that'll be a good time. Um, there's twenty. And that Twitch 20... channel is. What's up? Then that Twitch channel is. The Twitch channel, uh, for for it is uh, Twitch t- dot TV slash Hoppy Head 
Pro, Hoppy Head Pro altogether. Uh, there's all sorts of lower donations though, uh, 20, 40, 60, 80, um, and those just kind of mess up the game for me. So, uh, I'll play certain loadouts, and uh, I think like at $80, it'll mess up my team's loadout. We'll all do the, uh, uh, we'll all use the same weapon uh, um, types. So definitely going to be a little chaotic, going to be fun, and I'm really looking forward to uh, hanging out with everybody on, on that Saturday. Um, other than that, make sure you follow us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Instagram, all those fantastic places. And then uh, I'm streaming, on, like I said, on Twitch on Mondays and Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. So, And that's uh, twitch.tv slash hoppyheadpro. All right. And I think that's it, everybody. Thanks for sticking around for another episode, and we will see you next time. Later days.